from Long Beach, it's Saturday. It's Bad Rad Movies Podcast, where we talk about films that are hopefully bad but entertaining. Now your host, Richard Slaughter. And Cameron. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to finally another new episode of Bad Rad Movies, uh, where we try to talk about movies that are the kind that are hopefully bad but entertaining but so far we haven't quite ran into those yet although maybe some of you might disagree but that's just my opinion um of course i'm richard sucker and i have the innumerable the incredible mr funny man cameron Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Can we unpack the name that you had for me on the clean feed before we switched over? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, little quick little story. So when we were trying to get started, for some reason, clean feed's not working that well anymore. So we... Fuck you, clean feed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, But I don't know. The weird thing, though, is that, like... Well, I mean, not that it's weird, but I didn't realize that Cameron had a Discord account, which I didn't know he did have one. So, like, we just switched over to Discord, and uh, obviously you're hearing his voice because we're using Discord. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. But so it's brought to you by Discord. Yes, and that's where our network is currently uh, at right now as well. We're, we're with uh, Discord. So wow. if you have Discord account... Feel free to go to the Necropodicon Network on Discord, and you can check out all the other shows that are part of the network, like uh, Indie Film Review and uh, all the other ones that I don't feel like naming because I'm, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm too lazy. Um, so what's been going on with you, Cameron? I'll let you go first because I think what I might have to say is probably going to take some time, so I'll let you go first. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll be pretty short, probably. Um, not too much different. Uh, I recently got into um, trading cryptocurrency. So that was a new new little hobby I picked up. Um, and then, yeah, just been roaming around the desert with my dog, going hiking, and now packing a, a fresh bowl of some moon rocks. I will smoke while I do this. Oh, oh so you're going to be smoking. You're not going to be doing any, like, gummies or edibles? Oh, that was last night. Boy, was it hard to get up this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah, no, we got, we got some moon rocks, so we're good. That's cool. Um, yeah, and I... Well, quite a lot of things have happened to me, which I was hoping I would be able to tell you like either last week or the week before, but you and I have been mm-hmm. kind of either too busy or too tired. Um, I just finished, I literally finished my accounting for class uh, today um, uh, and I and I passed with the 86%. So I got like a B for accounting for and I fucking hate accounting, but who would have thought? Can we get a virtual high five from... The listeners. Sure. Here's your high five. Um, so, (laughs) so then, um, and then what happened, uh, a lot of the things happened too. Uh, I, I will get to the very good juicy stuff, but 
another thing I want to bring up is that I was convinced to start up a TikTok account, which I guess it's not a Bad Rad Movies TikTok account. It's more like a spinoff. It's just, you know, if you want to know what the TikTok handle is, it's at Rich Sucker. So there you go. So it's something that I don't have to name at the end of the episode is what you're saying. No, you don't. You don't have to name it. Okay. I'm just naming it because it's not it's not directly a Bad Rad Movies, you know. It's not it's a, it's not Bad Rad Movies. It's more like a spin-off, you know, kind of like how I guess I heard there I don't know, for some reason one of my coworkers was telling me, "Oh, they're having a Patrick Starfish spin-off from SpongeBob. He's getting his own show." I'm like, "All right. Uh-huh. Cool." So it's kind of yeah. like that, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, um, so, but no, 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 but here is the crazy part. So I don't know. I think it was last week. Yeah. Last week when we were going to record, uh, I went to work that day and I got a message from an old friend of mine, which I'm not going to name any names, but I will, you, you guys will probably know though, when I mention like a specific person, uh, that used to be a part of my life. So anyway, um, I get a friend from my, uh, I, I get, a, I get a friend, I get a, a message from a friend of mine. Um, and he, uh, messages me this and I'll try to do the best I can with the voices. So, I'll, okay. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> anyway, this was sent to me on February 19th at 729 AM. <clears throat> hey dude, I wanted to get something off my chest for a long time now. When you and your ex <laughs> 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 When you and your ex-wife were married, I was sexting her. <laughs> when you and your ex-wife were married, I was sexting her. I'm so sorry for doing this to you. I can't believe what a piece of shit I am for doing that to you. I apologize for stabbing you in the back like that. I want you to know it didn't go any further than that, though. I hope you can forgive me one of these days. First of all, yuck, uh, and and all I have to say is. <laughs> so um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so anyway, I reply with, ah, you know what? It's all good, man. I mean, you're a nice guy, and you've always treated me like a great friend. I can only imagine how you must have f- uh, felt feeling guilty so long ago. Um, you don't need to feel like that. Don't worry about it. My life is honestly better. She was very toxic for me anyway, so nothing to for- be forgiven for, blah, blah, blah. Um, so basically, I forgave him, and honestly, I don't care because, you know, I'm over that and whatever. Um, and then I was – so I was just being nice, and I was like, well, when this stupid COVID shit blows over, we can hang out. And I'm happy for you that you are a happily married man now, and you have a child, which is what I'm trying to do as well. Like, I'm trying to start up a family. And he replies with – Hell yes, we do. And I might be single the next time you see me. My wife found out about the texting and now wants to break up with me. I'm so stupid for cheating on her like that. And I was like, oh, no. Well, she should forgive you. (laughs) I mean, if I did, so should she. And he puts, yeah, she is fucking pissed at me right now. I'm like. I'm just probably just the anger talking. Just prove your love to her. Going? Oh my god! <laughs> like probably just the anger talking. Just prove your love to her, and you should be fine. Uh, you know how we, as people, tend to say things when we're angry. He goes, uh, uh, now and now today she found a message to my cousin's wife from a long time ago. 
I'm like, oh my God. Uh, yeah. So then I'm like, so then I'm like, okay. And then I go, well, do, just do something nice for her and she'll probably come around, get her some flowers and make her a candlelit dinner or something or something that she likes a cliche. I know, but girls like that kind of stuff. And then he puts, she seems to have made up her mind about it. I put, oh, well, I'm sorry, man. And then, so I go, she might seem like that, but don't give up. And then he goes, do you think you could talk to her like message her maybe she if she hears it from you it'll make things a little better and i'm like "Uh, okay sure he's like okay sir i have to go to sleep now because i have work tonight so i go and i so then i go and i message her and this is what i basically so i'm not going to read the whole thing because it's kind of long so i basically just said hey you know uh, he mess your husband messaged me, told me what happened. You know what? Just I think you should just forgive him because I forgave him. And plus, I don't think you should, you know, divorce him because of some dumb action that he did a long time ago. And I hope everything is well. And I hope I wish you guys the best. And she replied to me and told me, well, if it was from a long time ago, I would forgive him. But he was texting your ex, was sexting your ex-wife, not only back then, but it's been going on throughout our marriage. And I, the most recent one I found was on February 9th of 2021. So, yeah. So at that point I went from being like, you know, Oh, like I thought he was genuinely messaging me because he felt bad, but it turns out that the only reason why he messaged me was because his wife found out and found the texts. And, (laughs) and then he was like, and he was only apologizing to me because she made an ultimatum saying, if you don't tell him, I'm going to tell him and blah, 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 blah. And also he also lied, making it saying basically that it was from a long time ago, but he, it's still going on that he was still, not only and she also uh his wife also confirmed that it wasn't like as if he was only sexting her but my ex was also sexting him back so they were sexting not not only not only throughout our marriage not only throughout our marriage but even afterwards so but anyway so i just so she was like oh i hope you i wish you the best and i hope you're happy because you deserve it and blah 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 and i was like oh well thank you i appreciate it so we exchanged kind words so then i go back and i oh, message <laughs> so then i go back <laughs> and i message my friend and this is when i start to get very sarcastic before i was very sincere but because i found out the truth basically um <laughs> i was being a little bit more sarcastic i was like Hey man, I messaged her, but it seems like she made up her mind. She told me about how she mm-hmm. found a sex from you and some girl very recently, blah, 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 blah. And also you've been not only just sexting my wife at the time back then, but you're still doing it, blah, blah, blah. So I put the only thing I could suggest to you is if you don't want to let her go, um, is to like what I mentioned, just make her dinner and try to show her that you love her and also to stop sexting girls. <laughs> and then, and then he goes and he's like the one that she found with my cousin's wife. And it wasn't even sexy. I just called her sexy and that's it. And it was more like she was depressed and I'm like, okay, but it's a situation. Yeah. And, and, and then I basically, he was like saying, Oh, I wasn't sexting my cousin's wife. All I did was say she was sexy. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, girls tend to find it bad, 
even if it is your cousin's wife, they usually take it personally if you call them sexy. Uh, you could probably say like, oh, you looked really pretty today or like, oh, you had a nice dress on or whatever, but not sexy. You know what I mean? Definitely taking it to another level there. Yeah. So anyway, so I was just like, okay, well, just, I don't know, just do what you can. And, you know, I tried. So, yeah. But anyway, so that's what happened. And now that goes to show you what kind of a person my ex was at the time. So (laughs) there you go. Some really good tea. And I'm also sipping on tea. Yeah. What's funny, too, is after I got that, out of curiosity, I went on to her podcast to see if there was any new episodes and i saw like a little comment thing where you leave reviews and said where's all the new episodes blah 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 and then i was like i wanted to leave a comment so bad replying to that one and going well guess who's the person that's been editing and and doing all the 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 recordings and the editing and all that stuff yeah who and who published everything guess who did that yours truly i created everything Uh, all she had to do was just sit down and talk in front of a microphone so there you go that's why there's no new episodes because the creator is still here (laughs) because i created that so i or not created it but i produced it like i had published it so i'm not going to say the name of the podcast but that's why there's new new episodes and i even i even like tried to I even, I even like before my ex moved out, I even showed her how to do the easy way, uh, <laughs> the easy way on how to do it, which, uh, uh, this is brought to you by anchor, by the way. Um, I threw anchor and it's so easy to do. And obviously she didn't get it. Cause I could tell like, while I was explaining it, she looked like one of those typical kids in movies where they're in class and you just hear the wah, 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 wah. And she just looks so bored. I'm like, huh. okay, I, I have a feeling there's not going to be any new episodes of that podcast. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, that's so that's, why we've just done so well with this one. Was, yeah. Oh yeah. Cause, like, cause we really just love doing all the background and I honestly, am just stayed interested too. <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway so that's form a sentence that's <laughs> uh, okay no but i mean so that's pretty much it that's that's what happened to me and uh there oh, you go crazy you handled that pretty well yeah i mean because like i said i don't i i think if i was told that a long time ago then yeah obviously i would be pretty pissed off about it but honestly i don't care anymore um that's something that you know, it's no longer part of my life. I have a new person in my life and who actually cares about me and loves me for who I am, you know? So, and that's a beautiful thing. So there you go. You get that yay reaction in there. Um, like that sincerely. Oh, you mean this? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, Cameron, so what movie are we going to be doing for this episode? Um, we're going to be doing... I had to look it up again because I keep forgetting it because it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. Look, then run for your life. Incredible is the word for the world's first monster musical. See in magnificent Eastman color the daring, dancing, enticing, and horrifying 
the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. From the innocence of music and laughter comes the twilight of terror. Along the midway, scantily clad dancers luring the young lovers into the sideshows. See the dancing girls of the carnival murdered by the incredible night creatures of the midway. I really know that something evil lies ahead for me. An unspeakable pit of dismal subhuman monsters who drool and gibber, moaning for the thrill of revenge. Incredible are the songs, the gaiety, the zombie stomp of those who will stop living. And then the mix-up, trickery, and the device to ruin. See the hunchback of the midway fight a duel of death with the mixed-up zombies. Turning men into monsters, twisted, tormented human vultures. Yearning to kill. Incredible creatures clutching at the thin thread of their miserable lives. Human vultures, only the weird zombies remain. Obey. Who is the woman branded in birth wearing the ward of horror? Do as Madame Estrella said. The world's first monster musical. The incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. Yes. Ooh, yes. Which I only chose because the title. Of the, of the long title, it's yeah. Like three lines. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to do the Cinepis or do you want me to do it? I have a, a short one. I okay. feel like there was one on that YouTube video and I can't find it. Okay. Well, uh, I- do you have a good one or or should I just go with mine? Um I mean, yeah, sure. I'll do it. Uh, Jerry falls in love with a stripper he meets at a carnival. Little does he know that she is the sister of a gypsy fortune teller whose predictions he had scoffed at earlier. The gypsy turns him into a zombie and he goes on a killing spree. Which was uh, was also a name of another movie that uh, we did a long time ago. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I remember that. Called Killing Spree. <laughs> so, little information about this movie. This movie came out... This is probably... Is this the oldest movie we've done? Because this came out in uh, 1964. 1964. Yeah. I, I Would you say this is probably the oldest movie we've done so far? Um, I think maybe Manos Hands of Fate. Or hand of fate might have been but oh it's pretty close. I'm yeah not sure. oh yeah that's Maybe. true so Maybe this was so this was uh directed by a fellow by the name of ray dennis steckler who actually not only is the director but also plays as the character jerry like the main main character and this guy to me looked a lot like as if he was like related to nicholas cage in my opinion, I don't know. Oh, he kinda, that's it. He kind of looked, looked like a little like like Al Davis to me too. Yeah, the I don't know. Honor. Yeah, I don't know. He looked more like Nicolas Cage to me, I think. But yeah, that, um, that's a good. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, this movie was interesting, but probably not in the way that most of you might think. 
Um, but I don't know, whatever. Let's just let's just go on with the movie because I don't really think there's really much to talk about with this movie. Um, so did you want to start off the film first or did you want me to go first? Uh, I'll start it off. All right, go for it. How does the movie begin? Uh, so the movie begins um, by showing uh, Longreach, the old pike in the 50s. Yeah. Which I didn't know when I selected this movie and honestly was pretty cool. Yeah, when you messaged me that that it was it actually took place in Long Beach, that's what kind of got me curious about this film and not think it was going to be a piece of shit. Um or at least I was hoping it wouldn't be a piece of shit because of that fun little fact. Um yeah, but yeah. it opened pretty strong with that cuz I mean, it's nostalgia like I, I wanted to ride that roller coaster and all that, but Here's point. here's another thing too. You know how when we were doing that, um, I forgot the name of that movie, but it was that one where there was like a bunch of actors they were filming. Um, oh yeah, it was Invasion Force, and that came out. It, it, is it me or do a lot of big budgeted movies seem like they rip off and steal ideas from movies that are not known? Because. Because Invasion Force came out in the early 90s, and then there was that other movie that came out, which was Tropic Thunder. It had the exact same plot, the exact same storyline, except they changed things around. Except I liked Invasion Force better. But this movie, to me, I feel like another movie which came out roughly about 20 years later, uh, yeah, it's the exact same movie. Um, except the difference is I don't think there wasn't a zombie in the one that came out 20 years later after this. And it was actually, it was actually a movie that me and you covered. Is it Funhouse? Yes. Did you get that vibe too? (laughs) That it was basically the (laughs) Funhouse? I was like, oh, this seems like a lot like the (laughs) the fourth movie we did. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. Like I, it's funny too, because this was... This just reminds me of when we did, what was it? Uh, what, what what the hell was it? Firecracker after TNT Jackson. Except the difference is these are two two different directors. Obviously, this one and then Tobe Hooper. <laughs> but it's like I don't know. I, I just I, I just they, I think those some of those big movies do do that because like who's gonna call them out on it? <laughs> you said nobody's doo-doo. seen this stupid. Movie. You said doo doo. You said doo-doo. Oh. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine you're just like, wow, you just had to stop me for that. You just had to stop me for that. Because you said doo-doo. I completely (laughs) threw off my whole rhythm here. (laughs) Anyway, so what happens next? Uh, Um, So... Get a scene where there's some dude who looks like a businessman, mm-hmm. and he's in a tent with this fortune teller lady. Yeah. Um. No, he. Oh, he says some shit. I don't remember what he said or if we could even hear it. But apparently, he insulted her, and she was like, "All right, fuck you. I'm a gypsy. I'm a pour acid on you." Yes. And so, um, and something, some weird monster like drags him off before she does that. <laughs> I like I like before she poured the bottle of poison 
that it was just a bottle of like cologne, but they someone had drawn a skull with crossbones with the fucking sharpie. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Like it was, I did it. It was so fucking. I, I was surprised. Like me and my girl we were watching this, and I gotta be honest, that was the only funny thing that happened, and it was unintentional. Like <laughs> you could tell it was like one of those <laughs> square cologne bottles, and they had just used a sharpie marker to put. Well, yeah, it wasn't just the skull and crossbones for poison. They also <laughs> wrote the word. They also wrote the word poison too on the fucking glass I cologne noticed. bottle. It's just super generic. Yeah, but I mean, it made me laugh. So, yeah. Anyways, and and then what happened after that? <laughs> uh, so the guy like dies. I'm pretty sure. And he's like, um, doesn't really show a whole lot though. Probably because they didn't have the budget for it. Um, and then it goes. It cuts immediately. In that foreshadowing scene to. Uh, this lady in a dressing room, and she's yelling at a cat because apparently she hates cats. Yes. Yeah. And, and apparently... I guess she really needs to stop drinking, though. Yeah, I was going to say, apparently she's a major alcoholic because her boss comes in and says, Look, you need to stop with drinking that stuff. It's turning you into a bad dancer. <laughs> it's just... weed instead, jeez. Well, well, the problem is was that... uh. Weed wasn't legal back then. Oh, see? Well, that's what they get. Even though it was during the 60s and you would think, you know, what was it? Uh, Like uh, Woodstock, you know? Hippies. and Yeah. Free everything. Yeah. Uh, the oh, the Grateful Dead and, uh, you know, Jerry Garcia just playing his little guitar and he's just playing random stuff with his... Like, the, the, you know... And then for some reason he's like he's like on the uh, put on a pedestal compared to the likes of Jimi Hendrix and such. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's just put him on with those. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, what what you said. Yeah. So anyways, what happens next? Um Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then we get introduced to our main character and I guess his girlfriend and her parents who don't really look older than them. Yeah. Well, the mom uh, does. Yeah. Oh, well, no, the, the guy. Like, I thought it was his friend or something. No, the dad. That wasn't the dad. That was the brother. Oh, dad comes later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all I wrote down for that scene was that uh, the brother tells. Oh, because the, the main character dude's like, man, you know, I'm just feeling depressed and all that shit. And his brother's like, well, you need to stop being depressed and get a job. <laughs> like, that's what he just said. He said, okay, that's cool. Stop it, though. Get a job. Like, what do you mean? I, I imagine if, like, if, let's say, if you were depressed or if I was depressed and people were saying, like, oh, you should go see this... <laughs> <laughs> this this therapist here here's a here's a card for a shrink and you go to this well-known shrink and you tell him your problems and tell him i'm depressed and he just looks at you and he goes well stop being depressed and that's yeah. it now get the fuck out of my office <laughs> like that's what that felt like yeah i don't know but i mean 
I know. Okay, it, this this long ass fucking titled movie has the word zombies in it. I didn't see any fucking zombies, honestly. Like, I I I mean, not, I, like the end though. Yeah, probably at the end for sure. That's about it. Because but it's like you know, a, a hypnotized person as like a zombie. Is that what? Kind of... That's you know what's funny too is when me and like a girl were watching this movie, like we were like. Did zombie mean a different thing back in the sixties? Because was this was this pre was this pre um, Night of the Living Dead or was this like post? Might have been about the same thing. Hold on. So it might have been also, the- in response to your earlier inquiry. Uh, this is the oldest movie we've done. Oh, so I was right. There you years. go. Manos Hands of Fate was in 66. Okay. All right. So this is technically the oldest film we ever did. So, yeah. okay. Well, you can look up, see if... Uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Yeah. So after- oh, so... Th- okay. So, yes. Yeah, so I was right. This this is pre-Night of the Living Dead. So technically, this was probably... Was this considered one of the first zombie movies, technically? Would you say? Oh, probably. Yeah. Because if, if that I mean, yeah. So, like, my girl was saying, like, did they mean? Did the word zombie mean something different back then? Like, you're mindless because you're hypnotized. That's the early ones were, yeah. That's what I think too. Because when the Nicolas Cage character goes through this curtain after we he talks to that uh that that gypsy woman, the fortune teller, which that's another thing too. The exact same thing, like uh, the uh, the fun house. They go and see a fortune teller, and uh, and then and, die. yeah. <laughs> what was that quote? <laughs> Y'all gonna die? <laughs> say, oh yeah, oh yeah. She does say that. <laughs> say, beat it, stomp on your fucking brains or whatever, smash your fucking head or. Some shit. Does this one also in this movie also yell something like that. I feel like she did. Yeah, like she was, but she didn't cuss or anything. She was, she was more like, like, oh, do not make fun of the crystal ball. You never want to doubt it or something like that. So when the Nicolas Cage character goes through this curtain because he wants to meet the fortune teller's like attractive, hot, sexy dancer sister or whatever like he goes behind the curtain and he and we see like this basically it was the wheel of shit but it was had that hypnotite typical hypnotizing design on it the swirl or whatever and he gets hypnotized um that that whole showgirl scene was also like the same thing yeah the funhouse well yeah the showgirls thing and the the carnivals level of attractiveness too no actually the 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 women that were on there were actually more attractive they were actually very attractive compared to the funhouse the funhouse there was only one attractive girl uh, there was only one attractive girl that was in the front but as soon as everybody would go inside all the ladies were very unattractive they were ugly as hell uh, which, by the way, uh, there's a lot of burlesque dancing going on in this movie. This <laughs> is just, just nonstop burlesque dancing, like <laughs> all the time. Oh man, this is one of them. <laughs> I don't know. I did. Did they look like they could be good burlesque dancers to you? <laughs> 
Uh, my non-professional opinion, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they're trying. They're trying real hard. I'm sure they're. I'm sure. I'm sure they're just uh, <laughs> trying their best and practicing and uploading their burlesque dancing on like Instagram or TikTok or something. Oh wait, no, they didn't have. They didn't have Instagram or TikTok back then. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Missed out. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I have a, I have a, the quote of the movie from the last uh, scene that I forgot to mention. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cage says, "Yeah, the whole world's just in a state of depression." And that's it. What movie was this? It was um the the one we're talking about. Oh, this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I. I don't know. For some reason, I thought you said the last movie we did. Never mind. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. So then uh, after he gets hypnotized, uh, <laughs> Nicolas Cage, he uh, was it. We go back to that alcoholic dancer and for some reason, and she's dancing with, I don't know, her male dance partner. The Nick Cage character comes out with a knife and he stabs the dancer to death. And then he stabs the partner to death, too. And then he I runs away. Yeah. I mean, it should have been. We should have. I mean, they never said how she was going to die because that same alcoholic stripper dancer. Or I'm sorry. That same alcoholic burlesque dancer. Because uh, nobody nobody t- got naked in this movie, so I shouldn't call them strippers. It's a totally different thing, um, you know. But anyway, <laughs> uh, totally different professions. Uh, there you go. Uh, so um, she, when the bur- drunk burlesque dancer, the alcoholic one that goes out and gets drunk all the time, um, probably throughout her marriage too, uh, she goes to the fortune teller. She goes to the fortune teller and like she, the fortune teller tells her, oh, you're going to die a horrible death. And she's like, oh my God. And she got scared and she ran away. So this that was, So that's basically how she died. But the, here's the weird thing though. The 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 fortune teller, she didn't predict she was gonna die like from something specific. Like she made it happen because she hypnotized the Nicolas Cage character and told him to go kill that woman that paid her to fucking read her fortune. So there's a scam right there. Some real gang shit. Yeah, some gangsta shit. You know. Yeah. And then uh, there you go. <laughs> um. I mean, I guess I could say she, you know, her alcoholism's cured now. Oh, yeah, well, that's a positive. Because yeah, <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> I'm slapping. Both, actually. <laughs> oh, and then what happened next, Cameron? <laughs> After Nicolas Cage killed the, uh, <laughs> the the burlesque dancer, the drunk one. Should I um have all these uh, bits from the the dude who like introduces the shows? Should I just say those now, or should I wait till then? <laughs> I'll. You could do whatever you want, man. It's it's your show. I mean, it's our uh, show. 
So, like, before he introduces the shows, like, he, he says some really dumb jokes that actually were, were kind of funny to me because I was not sober at the time. Um, it's like, oh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but my wife did say, and uh, she was really something, that if I didn't stop drinking, she was going to leave me. Boy, I'm sure going to miss her. So it's it's where everyone laughs. Okay. I don't think anyone did the movie either. Oh, you're talking about the comedian, right? That was telling all yeah. those great jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh that that was actually a pretty good joke. What are some other good jokes that he had in there, Cameron? Uh he said try this on for size. Uh with my wife there's two sides to every argument. My wife's and her mother's. Uh, then he says I don't have to do this for a living you know my mother and father have an iron and steel company my mother irons my father's steels which I feel was kind of vague yeah. uh, no, I, 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 no I get the joke uh, with the iron and the steel one his mother, mm-hmm. when he's saying his mother irons, she's ironing, you know, because that's a stereotypical thing. Like, you know, women cook and they have to iron their husband's clothes and shit. And his, <laughs> yeah, bless you. And his father steals yeah. like he like as in, you know, like he steals stuff. Oh, says a lot about our society. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude goes in a trance and shit. Of um, course, I, I suck dick for weed. Yeah, that's how I got what I'm smoking right now. <laughs> so, yeah, he goes to, after he kills those people, he, like, immediately, like, snaps out of it, goes to his girlfriend's house to, like, apologize to her for being... I don't know if we're going to see the burlesque dancers, I guess. Um, all of a sudden, he, like, snaps back into it, and then he fucking chokes her out, too. That was kind of crazy. Didn't see that coming. Did you see that coming, Richard? checking your script no I didn't see that coming yeah he was just choking her to death he was just choking her he just kept choking and choking and choking and then like he's just like going oh what are you doing oh why are you choking my sister and pushes him down and then uh, he realized oh my god like I didn't mean to do that and I had no control over my body Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, well, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, and then basically, I don't know if we want to just kind of wrap this up. So basically, he just goes and I don't know. Like wanders LA. Yeah, he's just reason. he's just wandering all around LA and Long Beach. Um, kind of cool. There's a um, if you notice, they have Angel's Flight. Yeah, uh, they they show that in the scene. 
Um, yeah, I, I think after that, it pretty much just goes to um, the incredibly strange creatures just come out and start killing motherfuckers at a show. Pretty much. Because um, I think what... I don't remember how the Nicolas Cage character... What was it? I don't know. I, I, I think... At this point, he had gotten thrown in, right? Like, he already got thrown in with the other zombies or something. And yeah, and you kind of see, like, the zombies sort of feature, like, almost not quite what we think of as zombies, but kind of like he's turning into something. Yeah, and I think I think when, what is it, the fortune teller tells the that Quasimodo weird-looking assistant guy to throw him in or it was I think it was one of the victims that was going to be killed she says throw him in with the zom all the other zombies so the zombies can kill that person I guess when he opens the door they all somehow overpower him and then they literally just go around killing everybody like it's like <laughs> just a fox given and and how 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 did the zombies kill people? They didn't. They're not your traditional zombies that uh that eat brains or like tear out your insides and eat your flesh or anything. Uh, which also somehow for some reason reminded me of the Fun House, the the how the the way how the bad guy from Fun House would kill all his victims. For the answer, you guys have to go all the way back to episode four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh they they choke motherfuckers out. Yes. That's what they do. They I think they got this idea too. They they had to get that same exact idea. Uh just well, uh, choke everybody out. My head. Just, so just just choke like, just choke everybody to death. Like not only like take the same material of uh going around a carnival and there being fortune tellers um, although, and then like, I don't know, whatever, but you had to not only just get uh, some creatures, but you had to have the creatures choke people as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Um, and then, uh, we see the Nicholas Cage character come out and he's got like a boil on his face, which indicates he's a, one of those creatures too. Um, they run out to this big crowded studio where there's a bunch of people dancing and zombies are just continuously choking people for not even a second and they die right away and the police get called and uh i was thinking oh these zombies are going to get killed by guns but surprisingly one shot they get killed they're dead and they don't get shot in the head they just get yeah they like i don't understand what the the kind of zombie the what kind of zombies these are like they don't get shot in the head they just get shot like of how a regular person gets shot and they die right away. That's it. And then they run away. And then what is it? And what and I don't understand the police officers in this movie either. Like instead of just being like, you know, they'd never seen a zombie before. Obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> instead of them going investigating and going, oh, like, is this part of the show? Or oh, this guy's killing somebody. You, the immediate thought wouldn't be to pull out your gun and shoot people. I mean, even though that's kind of what's going on nowadays, cops are just going around shooting people for no reason, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it relates to us a lot. Um, no, but they just goes and shoots the zombie guy. But instead of going up and trying to be like, hey, you're under arrest for 
attacking this person, whatever, thinking it's a guy in a costume, which that's what it looks like anyway. I don't know. He just yeah, shoots him. Some, the mask looks so fake. Yeah. I don't know. And then I guess we see Nicolas Cage's character start running. And not only is it like the girlfriend chasing after him, but it's best friends chasing him too to try to get him to stop. I don't know, stop running or stop being a zombie or some shit. But for some reason, he's still coherent. Like he's not, he's not like, like, he's he's not a mindless, he's not a mindless zombie. He still, he still has his, you know, personality. He's still, he's back to his regular self and the police are chasing him too. Or at least one of them are, I don't know. And then they're like, stop, Jerry, stop. And this keeps going on and on and on. And he's like running, running. He's running through the beach water. He's climbing on rocks and he gets on top of a cliff. And then like his girlfriend's like, Jerry, stop. He's like, get away, go away. And then the police officer shoots him and he falls down. And I guess he's dead. And his girlfriend and his best friend drag him to the beach sand and the cop, I guess, feels bad. I, I guess he feels bad because we see it on his face. And we're like, what the fuck did you expect when you're just like, shoot first and ask questions later? And then it goes, yeah, the camera goes that. into the sky and it says the end. And that's the end of the fucking movie. Wow. Uh, wow! Yay! So anyway, we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, it's your best friend Danny here. If you enjoy art, literature, or the creative process, you may enjoy the comedy podcast. Grow out of it. You may even learn something about your long lost childhood self, or you might just get something like this. Mason and I hadn't really talked much, besides our first encounter and the occasional "Help me stand up." We hadn't had a need to really sit down. <laughs> Necropoticon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen. Okay, and we're back. So, Cameron, do you know what time it is? Uh, is it bad, bad, or right, bad? <laughs> Yes, that is right. And how does this work, Cameron? Uh, so we say what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like about the movie, uh, and then we rate it out of a 10. Okay. Uh, so, Cameron, what did you like about this movie? What did you not like about this movie? And finally, what score would you give this out of a TN? Uh, so, uh, I'll just... Uh, yeah um i liked the the location scouting uh like the there was a scene where they drove down pine avenue and like that building is still there it's like oh like from living there it was kind of cool to see what was there at the time uh and what's still there today and what's not I like the whole coney island deal with the pike um it was a fun little trip uh made movie uh wasn't it wasn't enough to be a saving grace but it was something um also like uh basically more of the location the the whole angel's flight thing 
is pretty cool. I've always wanted to see part of LA. Um, it's yeah, again, interesting to just look back at that. Um, but that's just kind of me nerding out, I guess. Um, I like some of the. Uh, I'm kind of feeling like a like a fish out of water here. I'm sorry. What did you not like about the movie? Uh. It sounds like you're getting fucked. <laughs> no. Um. Sorry, it's like it's like I'm in the wave pool, and then you turn off the wave. <laughs> that, that, that's what my headspace is like right now. Um, I didn't like everything else about the movie. The acting was terrible. Um. They really could have tried to. Uh, it looked like they got the masks at the, like the Dollar Tree for the the zombies. Yeah, uh, whatever that was. Um, they, 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 I don't know. Could have killed more people or done some more crazy shit. Would have made it a little more interesting. Um, I, I didn't get the whole point of the movie. Um, in. in which actually goes well with a, a couple of reviews I found in the comment section of that YouTube video we used, so maybe I'll share those. Oh, yeah, which, by the way, you can watch this movie on YouTube. That's totally free, which is the only price you should pay for it. Yeah, or maybe uh, YouTube should have paid me to fucking watch it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say a couple of reviews after after you do your bit. But um, All right, your turn. Ask me. <laughs> I will. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three, just a ten. Okay, it's probably generous. Yeah. So, uh, Richard Sucker, what you like about the movie? What you not like about the movie? What would you give it out of a ten? Um. Well, what I liked about the movie, uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep this short. What I liked about the movie was the locations, and it was fun because my girl and I we were going, oh hey, that's the Pike restaurant or slash bar, and that's that place, and that's that place. A lot of places we recognized, and uh, I think the inside of the stage I recognized it was I think it was the 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 I don't know if it was the yeah I think it was the Laugh Factory. If I if uh, where the comedian was doing all of his jokes, I think that's what um, yeah. where that was at. So that's what I liked about the movie. Um, I think some of the musical stuff, the not the like musical musical, but like the music parts were pretty cool. Like I thought it was pretty nice, you know. Um, but uh, that too. yeah, um, and that's pretty much it. What I didn't like about the movie, the movie was very boring. Um, there were some parts where, like I said, besides the parts where I was kind of like, oh, look, I recognize that spot. I recognize that spot. But if I didn't live in Long Beach, I would just think it's boring uh, all around. Um, maybe I would have probably just ended up liking the singing and the dancing stuff, maybe uh, when it came to like the burlesque dancer parts or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, and what I didn't like about the movie, just everything else, like, like you, um, I, what, what I would give this out of a 10, even though this movie to me, in my opinion, sucked very, very bad. 
I would still prefer this movie over Bong of the Dead and After School Lunch oh, yeah, Special exactly. because at least there were things in here that I recognized and I was able to play a little game and go, oh, hey, I've been here, I've been there, I've been here. And like I said, the singing and the dancing stuff segments were um, were pretty enjoyable. Like I, I, did, I was not bored off that. So, yeah. Anyways, on to the actual scores. For IMDb, this movie got a 2.2 out of a 10. And for Rotten Tomatoes, this movie has a green splat tomato meter of 20%. And 14% of the audience liked it. And on Letterboxd, this has a 1.7 out of a 5. So, which means that everybody hated this movie, just like me and you did. And now with that, I have 8 points and Cameron still has 4 points. And go, and this is the time where you're going to go ahead and read that review or whatever. Oh, uh, I'd also like to point out uh, the only reason that this movie is, um, I guess, even somewhat relevant is that it's basically um, an example of cult horror or cult trash horror, which is a new thing that I that I uh, learned from this. Like, basically, they make trash. Movies that become like cult favorites in their horror movies at the same time. Yeah, that's weird. Like, like, yeah, that works. See, that's, I, I mean, that's weird that they're just making trash movies on purpose just to try to get it to be a cult classic or a cult, have a cult following. But like, not, you know what I mean? Like, yes. a lot like of the movies movie that has like an actual following, that's disappointing. Well, and and but it has a following for the wrong reasons. It's, it's it's you would this is probably one of the few movies where I wouldn't think has that. I mean, although technically this came out way, way, way before Sharknado, this is basically the precursor of Sharknado. I guess based on what oh. I'm based on what I'm getting from what you read, um, yeah, that they made that, that this guy made this movie purposely shitty to try to get a cult following to like that movie because it's shitty. Same thing with Sharknado where they purposely make it shitty to, because they watched a lot of these movies where, you know, these directors wanted to make an actual big budgeted movie like you would see like in Hollywood, but it turned mm-hmm. out to be a failure, but still people enjoyed it anyway, you know? Yeah, that's the, that was the vibe I was getting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This this movie almost tricked me into thinking that it wanted to be an actual big movie, but then when I saw some of the classic yeah. signs for that, yeah, it it, it came, became this like, oh, we're just really purposely trying to make this a, a shitty movie on purpose, kind of a thing. But that yeah. reminded me kind of like Manos Hands of Fate too in that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. A weird cult culty movie is terrible. <clears throat> Um, but here's some real weird comments on this. Um, mm. Here's a good one. Uh, an incredible visual bit? time capsule of the long gone Pike Amusement Park in Long Beach, California. Okay. This. Then a weird one where some dude says, does anybody know the country folk song that starts at about 55 minutes? I totally dig it. I can't find out what it is. And that makes me sad. Well, maybe someone should tell that guy to just stop being sad. Uh, and then, um, yeah. So, Cameron, 
How does this segue work? We spin the wheel after saying all the names so it's on it. Yes. We do that movie. All right. And the movies that we have left of Cameron movies is Chud and A Conspiracy of Lies, which is a documentary, unfortunately. Um, And what's left of my movies is Warriors of the Wasteland, Terminal Force, and of course, last but not least, Dance Foo. All right, I'm going to go ahead and... uh, Or actually, Cameron, if you want to use your Jedi mind powers and make the uh, wheel spin. I'm doing it now. All right. Spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Oh, God. Uh, All right. I mean, it technically landed on a choose option. So, Cameron, I'm going to let you choose. Uh, You have the choice of either choosing Warriors of the Wasteland or A Conspiracy of Lies. Resist, and I'm going to go with Warriors of the Wasteland. Okay. (laughs) That's... That's going to be the next movie, Warriors of the Wasteland. Seems like like it'll be a decent one, so... I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? It might suck, too. I don't know. Um, All right. Well, contact details, Cameron. Um, Badred at Badred Movies um, on Instagram. No, or at Bad Run Movies Podcast on Instagram. I'm looking yes. at it. I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the and it's open notes. You have too. It's open right now. I didn't even yeah. I, I didn't even have notes when I took my final and I got a hundred and fifty out of two hundred. Like, well, that's actually good. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like the person who failed the open book exam uh, <laughs> trying to do this. Um. At Bad Rad Movies on um, Twitter. Yes. Yes. Uh, Bad Rad Movies at gmail.com. That's our email. Yeah. If you want to send us an email or send us any kind of a message of whatever, it could be anything. I don't care at this point. Uh, Bad Rad Movies on Facebook. Sure. Yep. Uh, did I forget anything? No, that's it. And also, don't forget to check out our network at necropoticon.com. And if you have a Discord, go to the Necropoticon Discord. Um, Yeah. Some pretty cool shit on there. Yeah. And uh, feel free to go on our Bad Rad Movies uh, page uh, or the Bad Rad Movies section if you have Discord. And also, don't forget the spinoff on TikTok, which is at Rich Sucka. And I'm expecting a follow from you, Cameron, and I will follow you back. Do you have TikTok or no? I feel like I'm the one holdout for my generation, but I don't yet. So I guess I'll get one. You know what? Get get a TikTok and I will follow you and you can follow me back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like I'm more hit than young Cameron here. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the... The turns have tabled here. I know, right? Like, wait. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, well, I want to thank Cameron for coming on. Uh, This was fun. Um, 
probably the shortest movie we've done. Well, I mean, not short, but you you know what I mean. Honestly, uh, there just wasn't that much going on. Yeah, not literally. Like none of the action happened except for maybe the beginning of the movie, and then towards like, and then the end of the movie. That's it. Everything else was just like whatever. It's like yeah. they're just dangling a carrot in front of you, and you couldn't quite get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. as always, have a good one. Have a good bit. And of course, way to end strong. I'm Richard Law, and anything I like my podcast to be totally Just like me, wow. That sounds just like me. Damn it, I held a fart for like a minute and it was just a little poof.